Welcome to Secret Diary of a Mumpreneur, episode four. Happy Sunday, sending out so much love, light and blessings. Today's podcast came out a little bit later in the day as it has been another busy, fun-packed week. But school is out, so shout out to all of the mums, dads, parents, carers who have made it through to the summer holidays. It begins now, it begins today. I wanted to start off today's podcast by sharing a message with you. That message is, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. Change is a choice, so whatever you're not changing, you are choosing. To change is to think greater than your environment. And in order to truly activate change, you have to engage in the work of making new choices every day. So I say a lot to my mentees that change is a choice, but it is a choice that you need to be consistent in and you need to be showing up for yourself every single day. Hello to any of my new listeners. My name is Danielle Blenman and I am an award-winning mumpreneur. I am a single mother of four beautiful blessings. I am an empowerment coach, a mentor, a public speaker, a Herbalife nutrition coach, and I recently started a home-based travel business. I'm also a former dance teacher of 17 years. I started my dance company at the age of 19 and I was running that for 17 years. And around all of those things, hence the name Mumpreneur, I do a bit of judging. So I judge for an amazing brand called Undiscovered Talent UK. And this weekend, yesterday, we went to Bristol and we hosted a talent show in Bristol. So today I am up a little bit out of routine for my Sunday, but um, feeling good. And the podcast is a little later than planned, but I wanted to show up. Consistency is key. Self-discipline is key for me. So I did have to wait for my one-year-old to have a little nap time. And then I had to send my three-year-old upstairs with my 11 and nine-year-old. And here I am now to pour into you. So a lot of mothers contact me, they DM me, they message me, they reach out to me and a lot of the words that they've been using to describe how they've been feeling over the past few weeks as we've approached the end of this term have been words like exhausted, tired, drained, burnt out, wanting to give up, feeling like they're on autopilot. So I just want to help you all, anyone who is feeling that way, to raise your vibrations, to help uplift you and to help inspire you as well through my words. On Friday evening, I decided that I would be running a empowerment masterclass for women and mothers via Zoom. So that's what I did. And I was joined by some beautiful queens on the call. Some of them had their cameras off because they had children away. Some had their cameras on. And at the end, I did some powerful positive affirmations. But at the start of the call, I asked a question. And that question was that if I asked all of the women who were on the call to make a list of everything that they loved, how far down on that list would they have put themselves, or would they even have made it onto that list? So I'm going to ask you to think about that as well. How many times do you put everything above yourself, above your own needs, above your self-care, above your self-love, above your peace, 
above just pouring into you. How many times does that happen? Because how you love you is how you teach others to love you as well. And it all starts with yourself. I want you to do something for you daily, something for your mind, body and soul, no matter how small it is, just take that time in the day to think about yourself, to prioritise your needs. Something that I say to my mentees to do every day is to set an alarm for midday and label it self-love check-in. That is a beautiful practice to do because then at midday when the alarm goes off, you can just pause for a moment, no matter where you are, and really ask yourself these questions. How am I feeling now? How has my morning been? How can I uplift my vibrations if I'm not feeling the best? How can I make sure that the rest of my day is the best of my day? A few other tips that I gave on my empowerment call on Friday were things to do to really help you to feel good within yourself. So things like being still, being still in meditation, in prayer, having guided meditation. If you find it hard to just be still and listen to no noise, start with guided meditation. Also, nature is therapy. Get grounding, get outside in nature. Now that it is the summer holidays, do gratitude walks. And these are just simply when you go outside by yourself or with your children and you're walking and you're saying what you're grateful for. So gratitude walks, they're so powerful. They're so therapeutic. Um, Also to have a playlist, a feel-good playlist. Don't allow outside to influence how you feel on the inside. Have that playlist set up so that you know when you've woken up and your mood's a bit low, you can put on that playlist. My playlist has gospel on it. It's got all different types of songs, but songs that I know are going to uplift me. So music is a great healer as well. The other thing is journaling. So start journaling daily just to write down your thoughts, your feelings, just to offload your mind. And mirror affirmations. Mirror affirmations really help you to build up confidence, to start looking at the areas of yourself that you love and that you like. And have non-negotiables, have daily non-negotiables. My daily non-negotiables are starting every day at 5am with a power hour. So for instance, this morning, I got back from Bristol at 1.30am. Ella woke up as soon as I arrived back at my mum's. I fed her and I had a mini power hour because I was still awake. I had a mini power hour at 5am still, and I'd done my meditation, I'd done affirmations, visualising. I managed to watch a motivational video on my phone, done some reading. Those things I know helped set the tone for my day today because it was out of routine. So we started off, the children were obviously at my mum's house, they weren't at home. So there was packing to do and traveling back home and then getting home and resettling down everything and tidying up. And now they're kind of at a peaceful place, but it's not our usual Sunday morning where we get up and we do our gratitude and our affirmations and we'll listen to music and we'll just create our own space of peace and joy in our home. So I have non-negotiables. So yeah, my power hour is my non-negotiable, daily non-negotiable, as is my herbal life nutrition. So I make sure that I take care of my health every single day and I start my day by fueling my body with the best nutrition out there. Another thing that I've recommended to the queens on my Own Your Crown empowerment calls 
is to create a space just for them. So a space in your bedroom, a space on your dressing table, a space in your front room, but it's just your self-love corner. And I've had quite a lot of feedback from that. So I thought I'd share it on this podcast where you just have your diary, you can have your journal there, you can have your crystals, you can have your candles, you can have anything there that you know that you look at to empower you or to bring you peace in your life. And that's just your corner. So whatever you want to have there, just let the children know, let your partner know that that is your space, that is your self-love space. So now we've spoken a bit about self-love, let me run you through the week that I've had as a mumpreneur because this platform is all about sharing my daily and weekly and monthly experiences as a busy single mum of four, mumpreneur running around. I know the past few weeks I've been sharing that I've been attending sports days and assemblies and stay in plays and secondary schools and discos and summer fairs. The list just goes on and on. So for me now, it is literally time to pause, time to reflect and time to reset. So yesterday I was invited down to judge at Undiscovered Talent UK. Now we're usually based in London. We do a lot of talent shows in South Norwood and in Croydon, but yesterday we went to Bristol. So I made the decision that mummy is going to have some mummy time and I asked my mum if she would babysit and she did. So the plan on Friday after my empowerment call was to get a, get an Uber, get the children to my mum's, everyone stay at my mum's house and yesterday morning wake up and get to the founder, Ron's, home address so that we could get the minibus to Bristol. Now everything just went totally not to plan. After my empowerment call on Friday evening, the children were just not cooperating. They were just, they were tired, but they were not like packing up their stuff. My nine and 11 year old, they were just like lazing around. So it got to a point where I thought, am I really going to fight this to try and get out this house? And these are the the decisions that we really need to make sometimes as parents. Like, are we really going to fight this or are we just going to go with the flow? And when I find myself having to make those decisions, I always just go with the flow. So I text my mom and I was just like, you know what? We're staying at home. By that point, my youngest Ella had fallen asleep anyway and Jakaya was dropping to sleep. So I was like, we'll come in the morning. And I think my fear around leaving in the morning was just that the girls wouldn't wake up and we wouldn't be able to get in the Uber and I'd be late for the minibus and etc. So... Anyway, me making that decision meant that I just relaxed for the rest of the evening and was able just to go to sleep for a couple of hours, literally two hours, and then woke up at 6am, managed to book the Uber for seven, got down to my mum's and I was able to get the minibus, able to sort out the children first, then get the minibus. And I'm really happy. I don't take a lot of time away from my children, but I'm really glad that I did take the time yesterday to just spend time with adults around other adults and to really focus on my judging and watching the talent and pouring into all of the young people who were doing the talent show, singing. There were dancers as well and just getting to be that 
empowerment for them and inspire them to continue and keep going. I love judging. As I was a former dance teacher for 17 years, I feel like scouting and judging is like the next level and I still get to give back to people. So not only do I judge for Undiscovered Talent UK, but I judge for Boroughs United at Hackney Empire. And that's an event that happens annually. And it's all about raising awareness for our young people with knife crime. So those are two events that I'm really, really proud to be part of. And yeah, just look out for my next vlog. I do have a YouTube channel, which is Dream Big Family, and I will be vlogging about our day yesterday in Bristol. So yeah, so this morning was back to mum life and it was get home and sort out the children and have baths and do washing and do dinner early. And again, I just went with the flow of not panicking as to when I would get this podcast done because I know it would get done at some point. And I feel like sometimes as mothers, we really just go against everything that's meant to be flowing for us and we're trying to make things happen in our time. It's not our time, it's God's divine time. So sometimes when we're fighting against the clock and we're like, no, but we need to do this now, we just need to pause and remember that things will happen Things will happen when they're meant to happen and everything is always working out for us. So I'm a deep thinker me and when we were on the minibus to Bristol, it was a few hours long. So I decided to, number one, set up my website for my travel business. I checked in on some customers for Herbalife. I checked in on some of my mentees from my Women's Empowerment on Your Crown and I just was present in the moment. I just allowed myself to just be present in the moment. I also sung along to some slow jams, like the vibes on the minibus were amazing. Now, as we entered Bristol, as we got in off the motorway to Bristol, someone in the minibus said, oh, this area looks poor. It looks like a poor area. And I was thinking to myself, what makes an area look poor? Like what makes a city, a town look poor? Is it the buildings? Is it the graffiti that we were seeing? Is it the people that we're seeing? Is it the cars that we can see on the road? Like what makes an area look poor? What makes someone look at an area and think this area looks poor? And then it got me thinking to when people say to me, once they've heard my story and things that I've survived and grown through and they say, you don't look like what you've been through or you don't look like a mum of four or you don't look your age. Like what makes us look like what we've been through or what makes us not look like what we've been through in, in a similar sense to the area looking poor? Like what is it? Is it the mask that we have on? Like because I feel like some people, they go through stuff, they grow through it and instead of doing the deeper work, instead of doing the inner work, the inner healing, they will wear a mask. And I feel like other people, authentic people, people who have done the deep healing, they can see through that mask in the same way that maybe a poorer area may have really derelict houses and then on the other side have new builds. People will still know that that area needs a more internal fix. And that's the same as people. So that one 
thing that was said on the minibus just got me to thinking about people and how many people are just wearing masks and how many people are actually taking the time out to really pour into their self, really invest in themselves with coaches, with courses, with reading, with knowledge, with self-love, with self-care, with self-awareness to do that inner healing work. Not only does it allow you to be authentically you, you're actually growing, you're growing through the pain, you're growing through the experiences and you're becoming the next level of yourself. And if we're not growing, we're dying. My baby girl just woke up from her nap. So yeah, as I was saying that if we are not growing, we are dying. Remember guys, this is Secret Diary of a Mumpreneur. I have four children aged one, three, nine and 11 here at home with me as I make these podcasts. So it is what it is. It's real life, mummying. Sometimes you're hearing children in the background, but it's all good. So I have little Ella with me right now. But that's just something that I wanted all the listeners to think about. How are you making sure that you really show up for yourself every day and you're really pouring into your own personal growth with personal development or learning new skills or learning new knowledge as well. One thing that I've learned is once your mind is stretched, once you have that new knowledge, once you know better and you do better, once your mindset is stretched, there's no going back. So really take the time to work on you from the inside out. So I wanted to touch on another question that I get asked a lot. And this is like probably daily, um, whether it's face to face or in my DMs. But it's how do I manage as a mum of four? And I have some mothers saying I can't even manage with my one child. I have men coming up to me saying, well done. I don't know how you do it. I even had a man a few months ago say, I really thought like you had an au pair or a in-house childcare or, or something. And I was just like, no. And it gets me to thinking that actually when I was in like my 20s, early 20s or teens, I probably wouldn't have been able to think that I could manage four children because I could barely manage my own life. And in in a certain sense, like, you manage what you have to manage. So it got me thinking that we will always manage to the capacity of what we're in. So where people say, I don't know how you do this with four children and I would never be able to do it. Yes, you would. If one day you become a mother or if one day you have more children than what you already have, what happens is we as human beings as mothers, we adapt and your life doesn't look the same, but it grows. It grows with all your experiences. It grows with the same as when I was single. So when I was single with no children, I only had to take care of me. Okay. And then I got a partner. So then it was taking care of myself. But also when you have a partner, it's thinking about their needs, their wants, what you're doing together. Then we had my first daughter, Maya. And it's like, you're expanding all the time. And you're never thinking, oh my gosh, I can't manage this. You're just growing with it. So there's never one point in my life that I thought I can't do this. I can't manage it. 
And I do believe that God never gives you anything bigger than what you can handle. So as your life grows, you grow and you grow with life experience and you grow with blessings. So these are blessings and lessons that you learn. And when you're ready for the new phase or the new chapter, that's when God blesses you with it. So I just wanted to touch on that as well, because I feel like that's been the question of the week or people that I've been getting a lot of praise, which I've got a heart full of gratitude. Anytime someone approaches me face to face on the street or they're following my Instagram and they say, look, we really are inspired by you as a single mom of four. And how do you do it? And how do you stay strong? And how did you get out of abusive and toxic relationships? And how did you just start working on yourself? Like, I really appreciate people reaching out to me. But you will always be able to manage everything that is put into your life for you. And life is always happening for you, not to you. And you grow through what you go through. And my favourite one, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So we only limit ourselves by our mindsets. We are really and truly limitless beings. We can achieve anything. We have so much so, so much greatness in us. I want to end this podcast with giving you a task, anyone listening to this, a little exercise to do. And that is to write down who you are as your higher self. So write down all of your characteristics, what you'd be doing as the next version of you, what you would have achieved, where you would be living, what car you'd be driving, every detail. Take time out, even if it's after you've listened to this podcast, and write down what that person looks like. What does that next best version of you look like? How do they show up? What's their energy like? What morals and values do they have? Take a moment to write that down and really just set it in your mind. Visualize that person every single day until you start showing up as that person. So sending you so much love and light. Please follow me on Instagram, Danielle L2D. Thank you so much for listening in this week. And I appreciate all of the love and the support and the feedback that I get every single week. This is only episode four. There's so much more to come. Sending you love and blessings.